Jobat from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 8th of September, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Two-day international conference, Glory to Ukraine, or Slava Ukraini, was held in Tbilisi on Monday the 5th. Conference opened with the anthems of Georgia and Ukraine. McCain Institute of Arizona State University and George W. Bush Institute and the Economic Policy Research Center hosted the conference, meeting focused on Ukraine, understandably. Experts, leaders, policymakers from the United States and Europe held high-level discussions about Georgia and Ukraine, future of NATO and the EU, democracy in general, given the ongoing Russian military aggression and disinformation. Members of the Georgian Dream, or Otsneba, refused to attend the conference. But why, you ask? According to Kobachidze, chairman of Otsneba, the organizers of the conference were politically affiliated with the, quote, radical opposition, end quote. So the ruling party said that they wouldn't go to the meeting. Kobachidze said that the invited EU MPs and former U.S. diplomats were lobbyists of the national movement, or Natsebi, which meant that they were interested in disrupting the country and, Gesterchester, dragging Georgia into war. Speaking of war, the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin approved the hilariously named and conceived, quote, concept of Russian humanitarian policy abroad, end quote. The degree was posted on the government's official webpage on Monday the 5th. According to the concept, quote, the Russian Federation supports compatriots living abroad in fully exercising their rights, protecting their interests, and preserving their all-Russian cultural identity, end quote. Basically, Russia aims to safeguard the rights of Russian-speaking population in Georgia, Moldova, Latvia, Lithuania, and Estonia. Not many Russian speakers in Lithuania. I just wanted to get it in there to keep their options open. Georgians remember these kinds of acts of support and protection going back over 200 years. For example, the war in 2008, which Russia continues to call a peacekeeping mission. While Putin keeps threatening neighboring countries, longtime friends of Georgia from the EU and U.S. continue to support the country on its European path. High representative of the EU for foreign affairs and security policy, Joseph Borrell, tweeted on Tuesday the 6th that the political forces of Georgia should seize the historic opportunity to advance on the EU path, adding that the EU is ready to accompany the country along the way. Other interesting developments that follow the seventh session of the Georgia EU Association Council, which was held on Tuesday the 6th, after the meeting, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili said at a press conference that Georgia took the European perspective with great responsibility in order to ensure the highest political and economic compatibility with the European Union. Okay. While, quote, depolarization, end quote, was clearly underlined during the session, Kharabashvili noted that despite the ruling party's Opening doors to all political parties, some of the political parties have not participated in the process of fulfilling the 12 conditions set by the EU, according to Kharibashvili. Joseph Borrell also tackled the polarization issue in Georgia at the press conference. He said that the process of joining the EU should be based on national consensus, the government shouldn't be doing this alone, and that all political parties should work together to get EU membership. Did you know that the Special Investigation Service is entitled to listen and record conversations of residents of Georgia? President Salome Zurbashvili addressed the wiretapping issue, claiming that listening and recording people's everyday lives was unacceptable. According to Zurbashvili, the new wiretapping law significantly worsened European standards, human rights, and generally threatened the country's European future, so she vetoed the law. However, 
Parliament overrode the president's veto on Tuesday the 6th. According to Anna Natsvishvili, member of party of the opposition party Try for Georgia, or LELO, they have not heard any valid arguments that would justify Otsneva's decision to override the president's veto and totally increase law enforcement's abilities to control citizens. In other news, Vasily Krestyaninov, a Russian photojournalist, was refused entry into Georgia twice in less than two weeks, despite having lived in the country since the end of 2021. Kresyaninov worked with different publications, including The Insider, a Russian investigative journalism outlet, and Associated Press, cut his teeth covering anti-Kremlin demonstrations and protests. He also participated in some performances by the anti-government Russian group Pussy Riot. He attempted to return to Georgia twice after leaving the country for a short-term business trip. Kresyaninov is currently living in Yerevan, the capital of Armenia, and claims that he wasn't allowed to enter the country due to his profession and the current political climate of Georgia. Moving on, the Ministry of Culture, Sports, and Youth Affairs lost two cases against former employees. Ted Tsulukiani used to be the Minister of Justice, but she was appointed Minister of Culture, Sports, and Youth. Tsulukiani came under the spotlight when, on the very first days of her new job, she started firing employees, including some directors of museums, staff members of the ministry. The employees filed a lawsuit against the ministry, and the court ruled that the employees have been wrongfully dismissed court ordered the ministry to compensate the employees by paying them all of their salaries since they were dismissed. Speaking of the Ministry of Culture, an online event ticketing system, Bilitebi.ge, accused the Ministry of Culture, Sport, and Youth of canceling the performances of Russian artists that were critical of their government and were pro-Ukrainian because of political context. On Friday the 2nd, the ministry said these allegations were fake. Apparently, the venue where the performances should have taken place, the Sports Palace, refused to let Russian artists such as comedian Maxim Galkin, rock musician Andrei Makarevich, and Russian musician of Georgian origin Valery Meladze perform just days before the event, although thousands of tickets had already been sold. The administration of the Sports Palace said the venue was, yep, undergoing some repair works. Ministry said that the venue was a private organization. The ministry had no right to tell them what to do. Still, Bilitebi.ge claimed that a private organization's decision of canceling these shows was unbelievable. Now it's time to chill, literally, as air temperatures have finally dropped significantly since Sunday the 4th. According to the National Environment Agency, in the upcoming days, there's going to be rain in most parts of western Georgia and some areas in the east of the country. Rain could pour heavily. Strong winds could blow in from the west. Hopefully, the rainy weather will contribute to putting out the newly lit fires around the country as several regions, including Borjomi, are still in flames. Entertainment news. The dispute between Netflix and Nona Gaprindashvili, the chess champion, reached a settlement. Gaprindashvili sued Netflix for a line in the fictional series The Queen's Gambit, which falsely stated she had not competed against men. Want to know more about the legal dispute between the giant streamer and chess champion? Follow the link in the New York Times article in our show notes. Would you like to visit the homeland of the real-life Queen's Gambit? Great news. Thai Air Asia X will fly directly to Tbilisi from Bangkok twice a week from the 8th of October. The company published the news on their website. On Thursday the 1st, stating that the one-year deal is expected to help stimulate the economies of both countries, especially as Georgia has become a travel destination of great interest for Thai tourists. On that note about traveling, 
Do you remember that our previous show, we talked about 200 influencers who won a competition to go to Kutaisi and Imereti? Well, they've shared some amazing footage featuring great but less known travel spots in Georgia with the hashtag GetLostWithWiz. That's G-E-T-L-O-S-T-W-I-T-H-W-I-Z-Z. Close this edition, the annual festival Tbilisi Soba which was in the late 70s set up by Shevardnadze, then the head of the Communist Party to replace Ispanakhova. It'll be held in Tbilisi on the 1st and the 2nd of October. Tbilisi Mayor Kachi Kaladze announced the news at the municipal government meeting on Thursday the 1st. Various events will take place in the Rije, Lagtechepi, or Beliani and Gudiashvili squares. There will be uh, concerts, traditional music and dancing, various cultural events in old Tbilisi and in historic parts of the city. If you're not planning to attend Tbilisi Soba this year, make sure to keep in mind traffic jams and the smell of fried pork and drunk people roaming around the city. That's it for this week. So you've noticed we have no ads because we dislike them and respect your time. So if you want to help us out, buy one of our very cool t-shirts. Go to Rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K.com. Click on support. Head over to the link in the show notes. They're wildly environmental-friendly t-shirts, unbleached organic cotton. As we said, they're very cool. Any questions, email us at podcast at Rorschach.com. Nachmandis. Nachmandis.